Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Lots of storminess from the middle of the country into the eastern states for the rest of this week. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. I'm joined by AccuWeather.com's Brett Anderson. This is Weather Insider for Tuesday, February 4th. Happens to be my son's birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, Happy Dimitri. Birthday. Uh, episode number 242. And Brett, before we get started with this storm, which is going to really uh, cover a large area, cause a lot of travel disruption, I also want to promo something to stay tuned at the end of this Weather Insider podcast, because we're going to wrap up today's show with episode number two of AccuWeather's new daily podcast, This Date in Weather History. So uh, we want you to tune in every day, uh, seven days a week, to hear a different historical event. And you can certainly now find it on Spotify, Stitcher, and tune in, subscribe today. Never miss an episode Brett at all. So that is something that uh, folks can stay tuned at the end of. But let's get to what's happening uh, during the course of uh, the rest of this week, especially honing in on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday as this storm system moves eastward. A lot to talk about. Yeah, Go at it. Big, big mess. Uh, it's just a big mess. I hate storms like this because they're very complicated. You're trying to decide where but, the freezing rain, snow. But we're here to simplify. We're here to really right. explain it complain. and give folks the information where it's going to disrupt, right to where it's going to disrupt travel, uh, where it's going to cause problems, uh, not only driving, but uh, in the air yeah, as well. Wednesday, we're starting Wednesday night. We have, uh, we're expecting three to six inches of snow in the Chicago area, and that's going to stretch right up through the Detroit area Wednesday night through early Thursday, and then continue up into northern New England during the day on Thursday in terms of heaviest snowfall. South of that area, we are concerned about an extended period of sleet and freezing rain, basically ice. Uh, from central uh, Indiana through northern Ohio and then into the Appalachians, especially interior northeast uh, United States. I-95 Carter looks like mostly a rain deal with this. So starting times for this stuff. Uh, so we're talking about in Chicago. When is that going to get underway? Yeah, I think we're starting to see snow coming in there Wednesday evening. Uh, the best snow will certainly be Wednesday night into early Thursday. Well, some people Chicago. might say that's the worst snow, Brett. That's the worst. See, a meteorologist always talks about uh, extreme Thanks, events being best, but everybody else says that's the worst. So it really sounds like for Chicago to Detroit, across the Indiana Toll Road, places like that, uh, travel is going to be difficult Wednesday night into Thursday. Air travel, there's certainly going to be delays into the Chicago airports and Detroit as well. And then that translates east, as you said, right. on Thursday uh, into uh, New York State and especially northern New England. Ski country is going to get a lot of snow south of there in that ice area. Talk about that. Yeah, that's going to be uh, messy. Now, the one one thing to think about with this is, okay, we're going to have ice, but it's really warm before the storm. It's not cold. It's warm, turning colder. So I believe many road surfaces are going to be above freezing during this event. So I think the worst issues are going to be bridges and overpasses, maybe sidewalks, and of course, tree limbs are going to get an accumulation of ice again, especially extreme northern Ohio, 
northern half of Pennsylvania on north and east. So let's talk about that for a second, why that happened. So tree limbs, wires are surrounded by air. air. So if it's colder, if it's colder, they quickly uh, get, right. get cold uh, almost immediately. The road surface, the ground, holds the heat. And since it's been record temperatures in the 50s, some places in the 60s, it, it certainly it, it's warm. And uh, with, with the sun... The ever strengthening, strengthening sun, 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 you know, on blacktop right. and so on, it really makes a difference. Bridges are like tree limbs and wires; they're surrounded by air, so they're likely to cool much faster. Yes. So that's why you can be riding along a highway, everything's fine, even if temperatures are below freezing, and then you get on, you go over a bridge, and all of a sudden it's icy. That's exactly what happened in Virginia uh, again uh, late last year. Yes, in South and South, hit a bridge and uh, icy. So uh, the same thing could happen. So yes. if you want to try your brakes, don't, don't do it on, on a bridge. bridge. Try it before you get don't there. The wheel too slow, much. slow down just before you get there, the even if there. it looks like it's okay. And yeah. and that that continues on Thursday, and then even on Friday, uh, we're going to have as the storm pulls away, it's still going to be a lot of snow. Places like the Adirondacks, ski country in Vermont and New Hampshire, and some snow flurries and snow squalls, snow showers coming in the backside through Ohio and, and Pennsylvania, right down the spine of the Appalachians through West Virginia, even into the mountains of North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, again, roads uh, mostly wet, I think, except right in the morning. It might be a little bit of an issue, but I think by the afternoon, roads should improve. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention, Thursday night, we could be dealing with one to two inches of rain right along the I-95 corridor, D.C. to Boston. Some uh, ponding on roadways, certainly so travel th delays. Th Thursday, late Thursday, Thursday, Thursday night, rush Thursday. hour Thursday. Yes. In the evening. So we could see some problems. So there. even though those places are not going to deal with snow, and you might yeah. think, oh, we're out of the woods, no snow, no, no ice, no, you're going to have problems. And that will also probably cause, with heavier rain, cause some flight delays because of, of coming, into, coming into that. And then things uh, gradually clear out as uh, as time goes on. Yes, and we may deal with another storm perhaps coming in over the weekend and that would be Where? Where and when? Come on. We're looking at a storm potential snow here, Kentucky right up through Pennsylvania, perhaps Maryland, northern Virginia, southern New England over the weekend. Again, too early to tell amounts, but it's going to be cold enough for snow. Well, that sounds like another reason to tune into Weather Insider on Wednesday, doesn't it? It yeah, seems absolutely. amazing. Now, it's interesting. Uh, the thing we're going to talk about, if you stay tuned to uh, the uh, this date in weather history, we just had the Iowa caucus, although who knows what the results are, even when they report the results. The AccuWeather app works much better than <laughs> than the apps that they were. Uh, that's one thing I want to talk about. The other thing is uh, the, the, what's going to fall right immediately here on this date in weather history is we're going to take a look at what happened on February 4th in the Super Tuesday severe weather outbreak. Welcome to this date in weather history for Tuesday, February the 4th. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. On February 4, 2008, record warmth was surging northward from Mexico at the same time 14 states prepared to hold primary elections for the 2008 presidential election cycle. Known as Super Tuesday, it was the biggest number of state presidential primaries held on the same day up to that point. As the heat pulsed into the country, a strong storm roared out of the Plain States and warmth added fuel to what would become known as the Super Tuesday severe weather outbreak. Temperatures soared into the 80s and beyond all across the southern states. The mercury hit 85 in San Antonio, 82 in Austin, 83 in Baton Rouge, and 81 in Augusta, Georgia, all records. As the heat reached its peak, the storm from the west started to act on the hot air and also moisture moving out of the Gulf of Mexico. 
As the storm started to do its work, it sparked an outbreak of severe storms from northeast Texas to the lower Ohio Valley. The strongest thunderstorms poured deadly tornadoes and destructive winds, which resulted in numerous injuries and at least 55 fatalities. One of the strongest tornadoes measured an EF4 on the enhanced Fujita scale as it tore through eastern Jackson County, Alabama, late that election Tuesday night. And that's what happened February 4th. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode and find out what happened on this date in weather history. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.